And welcome back to another episode of Joe and Matt having a chat. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Matt. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm good and it's wonderful. It's quite a sunny today. It's quite a nice day. Um, but I'm looking forward to today's one. It should be nice and interesting. Um, obviously, we'll let you introduce yourself, um, but Taylor slash Tedge on social media, but we'll talk more about that. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, so, yeah, I'm Taylor. Uh, I decided to put a weight loss journey on social media, starting at like 31 stone. And it kind of blew up in a couple of weeks. And now I guess I'm here. I've lost a fair amount of weight and just enjoying the gym, enjoying fitness, enjoying healthy lives and trying to help other people along the way. Taylor, how do you know Matt? Because obviously this is my first time talking to you. How do you know my co-host Matt? Uh, so Matt is actually a PT or, and works at the gym I go to, which is Beachdown in Basingstoke. And when I started this whole like weight loss journey, I've had a Beachdown membership before, but mainly just for the spa facilities because they're quite nice in comparison to other gyms in Basingstoke. And then this time around, when I wanted to get into the gym properly, I was like, I'll keep my gym membership and put as much money as I can into it. So I have to do it. And then reached out to Matt, saw him in like reception one day. and was like, do you do PT? And then Matt ran me through his kind of scheduled 12 week plan. I was like, sounds good. Let's go for it. And then I think the week after that, we started, had a few sessions, lockdown hit. And then straight after lockdown we was back in doing two sessions a week and from there it's just helped along the way really and during so kind of filling the gap during lockdown we did the odd kind of zoom session which yeah. i'm sure you'll agree this isn't quite the same um uh, it's not the same no so I ended up because joe won't know this and sure know as well during the sessions obviously when you're gym you got the music going so we'd be facetiming doing the training session now we're going to sit quiet so I stick some music on my phone, maybe like a little little, little, little DJ, kind of get some good stuff going. Um, but no, it's nice to be kind of back and it's been great working with you. What kind of, going straight into it, what was the trigger? You said obviously you had the membership before. What what yeah. made you ask on that night? What was the kind of start of it? Uh, so there was a trigger to kind of start losing weight. There's a few triggers that kind of go into it. So there's kind of just overall personal ones and then there's like ones with the missus and I but I started going into the gym started just doing cardio was putting it on TikTok and stuff and like healthy eating eating in a calorie deficit apparently that's just the trend at the moment and um I was planning it for a couple of weeks I was like I want a PT I want a PT but at the start I lacked like all confidence whatsoever so to actually like go up to reception and be like do you do PT? I didn't really know, especially from someone who's not not a gym bro, doesn't go to the gym, literally went there, went on a bike or a treadmill or an elliptical and then just left and was getting like no benefit out of it. So one day I was just mm. like, screw this, let's do it. And then I done it. And then from there, it kind of went from a hobby to becoming like a, an addictive personality, which is a good thing in, as long as it's not drugs. <laughs> yeah um yeah definitely kind of obviously from that first session we had it kind of th- there was that change i think after the first one or two that's when i know it's quite a big change well because you naturally were like oh okay it's not as i don't want to say scary is the word but you you definitely seem to approach it going forwards from then on a bit different even something simple as 
I said to you, go warm up, we're going to do three sets on that. It was, you just kind of went for it. You just kind of checked yourself in deep end a bit more. But um, yeah, so during kind of, obviously I've kept you accountable a little bit, but how have you kept yourself accountable? So what have you been doing? Any daily habits and all that? So coming back to it, it's like the whole putting it on TikTok. So the reason behind TikTok was to come completely away from personal social media where people kind of knew me. Because then I feel like if you get to a point like if I lost 20 pounds and then everyone's like, well done, you're doing great. You then put like 30 pounds on. It's like, what's the point? So I wanted to kind of become accountable for but not have anyone know. So I was like, I'll put it on TikTok. I'll work out my calorie deficit, etc. And then just keep accountable via what I eat to start off with. So then I was just posting like what I eat in a day on TikTok, which like a lot of people tend to do on TikTok, especially females. Got a few thousand followers within like the first week. And um, from there, it was more so just creating that habit and having someone like people on TikTok in my head. I'm like, well, I've kind of got to do this. Otherwise, I'm not just letting myself down. I'm letting 3,000 people down. And now the number's getting even bigger. It's like that's still the same mindset. But along the way, I kind of, not to sound cringy, but fell in love with the process and knowing that it's not just hours of cardio or it's not just starving yourself by eating diets. It's like everything in moderation, weight training, a little bit of cardio and just enjoying life in general. So rather than being on a diet, it's kind of a lifestyle change, which I kind of fell in love with along the way. That's yeah, long per- I think that's one of the, that's one of the things I kind of tried to drill into you quite early. Um, whether you realized or not, it was, making it so during our sessions you didn't kind of you weren't too focused where you almost kind of drilled yourself down a bit but going to tiktok so a little a little flex for yourself here what is your current following so we've got it's like 20 20 thousand is a 21.5 it's a big number it, it got slower recently because then it was just every day i was posting on what i eat in a day took a step back and post more personal videos, kind of weigh-in videos, check-ins, uh, gym workouts, because I went up to Manchester, got a gym workout in. This is after lockdown, so I wasn't actually breaking any rules. And then, and then yeah, the videos I find which are a bit more personal, a bit more like one-to-one, tend to do a lot better. And like statistically wise i love data i love tracking like if, if that's volume in the gym if that's analytics on tiktok i just track everything and that's literally my life but 21.5k is quite a lot and to think about it is quite a lot of numbers so again accountability is proper up there do you feel you've got almost you say but obviously the pressure you're enjoying it do you at 20 when you look at kind of 21 and a half k you think oh, it's just the number do you kind of think about actually that many people and think crikey if I have 20k if you think of a football stadium turn up you're like oh okay all these people obviously want you to do well and kind of support how did it how did it make you feel when you kind of I don't know let's say hit 10k and then you were like oh that's big number and then 15 and then you got that kind of 20k how did it uh it always felt good always like grateful for followers obviously but along the whole way it's literally it's not been unnoticed but it just helps push me harder in terms of just everyday life and then especially the interactions so the comments i replied to every single comment if that's a video which has like 10 comments and didn't do too well on like the for you page but if that's a video that's got x amount of views and 2000 comments i'll reply to 
every single one engaging conversations i have people dming me on instagram be like what keeps you going how did you get started what motivates you how do i start and i just try giving tips see what can work for other people and just kind of not be a role model per se but a lot of people especially coming from the size i was to be so vulnerable online is not you don't see it often so to actually do it a lot of people are like man you've helped me so much and i'm like that's that's more so means more to me than the followers like the followers yeah. as a number great but when you've got someone messaging you in like instagram going like you've literally changed my life just by being so open that means more to me than any number of like views on a video so going kind of just touching on the quote weight loss what is your i know you did the weigh in the other day just if you don't mind sharing what's your current weight loss since you started uh, so I hit the six stone mark a couple of weeks back, which is 84 pounds, 40 odd kilograms, 38 kilograms, 39, somewhere around there. Don't really know the conversion, but I started tracking at 30 stone. The The biggest weight I was was 31. But when I jumped on the scale, it literally said error. So like I was too fat for the scale and I can look back and laugh now, but that was kind of a kickstarter as well as like other reasons to actually be like, I've got to sort my life out basically. And from then it's kind of been it's kind of been a steady, not hit a plateau yet, but maybe as the weight comes off we'll hit a plateau. But yeah, eighty four pounds, six stone, and just keeps coming off every week. So you said that the seeing the error on the scale was kind of those initial triggers that got you started. Would you mind sharing some of the other triggers that got you started in this as well? Uh trigger wise um, if we're taking it deep, uh, the missus and I want to start a family at some point in our life. And with that, obviously, being at such a high um, high weight, you have different health risks. Uh, if we're getting deep into it, when it comes to obviously making a baby, uh, a lot of people who are obese have low sperm counts, etc. So I was just doing everything to aid that. Plus, when we get married, I want to look good in a suit. I don't want to be I don't want to feel fat in a at our wedding, I want to look the best I've ever looked. So that's a that's a plan for the next couple of years. So it's all kind of a work in progress to get to that point. And is that the reason why you keep going now? Or are there other reasons? Or have you picked up other reasons along the way that have kind of kept you going? Uh, that was the start. The reasons now is kind of sharing it online and helping other people who were at similar spots where they kind of just hid away but were using like humor and stuff to make them feel better about themselves and overall kind of just be like not a spokesman or a role model like i said earlier but just not to be cringy but like be a friend because it's a lot easier to talk to someone you don't know than be like talking to your friend being like i'm extremely overweight i want to lose weight but i don't know how so i find it a lot easier Talking to someone you don't know, it's the same kind of if you ever do counselling, it's something I've never done, but you can open up a lot more with someone who is a counsellor. That's why counsellors themselves, the only way you can be one is by being counselled and you can't have a counsellor who you know. So it's that anomaly that people don't know you, you can be a lot more open and real to yourself. I guess going back to what you just said then, kind of, obviously, if you are having kind of one-to-one with someone you don't know, so obviously when we started kind of training together and I was training you, me kind of telling you roughly what to do was probably 
that might have helped in that sense. But I guess if you do know someone, you might kind of, it might be something said as you remember a little story when you were younger, they did something. So you have a bit of kind of the reputation kind of goes from there. So anyone that is listening, if you ever kind of, if you are nervous about maybe having a PT or a coach, just go for it. Get to, get to know the person a bit so you can kind of see if you'll work well. Because we could, me and Teddy could have done our first session, I could have been an absolute knob and he might have hated me. And then we could have ended it. I, think, I don't think I've been that bad. Um, but <laughs> but you kind of you get to know him as you go along. But going to the TikTok, that's that. One of your videos reached over a million views. How did you feel when you actually kind of took that in when you noticed? Uh, that video itself, it wasn't really emotional, but it was a big video. And the video was quite early on in the weight loss. And it was, I bought some Gymshark clothes. And being the size I was, that's like 5XL. You would never get a 5XL in Gymshark or not any clo- gym clothing brand. So to go into a gym, being like where Giacomo, ASOS, Big and Tall and stuff, your confidence is very down there. So to get all this attraction from a video saying in six months, I'll fit into these clothes, it was crazy. It blew up overnight. I remember the day, not the date, but I remember the day I had a PT session with you, Matt. And it was literally the clothes arrived 10 minutes before I had to leave the house. The editing was like close to nothing. I literally put them on. Well, I couldn't even put them on. They were so, I was too big. And these were like 2XL to even put them on. So I said, I've ordered these clothes from Gymshark. They don't fit in six months, they'll fit. And then went to my PT session. That's an hour long. Come out of it. And I'm like, I'll check TikTok. And then it had 100,000 views. And I was like, whoa. This is a big number and the amount of comments and stuff. And I just had to take a step back. And then by the time I went to sleep, it was at like 600,000 views. People were duetting it, saying in the same boat, ordered the same clothes and in six months they'll fit. So to kind of have that connection with other people on similar journeys was quite, uh, it hit home a little bit. It was a little bit of an emotional night being like how real it was and that it was starting. Mm. And then off that video as well, um, Gymshark even reached out, sent a little care package. We're uh, in DM sometimes a bit. That's always a fun one. So kind of going through that, so obviously I know working with you, you've had, so we'll run through a few names. And I'm sure anyone listening, if you're in kind of, if you know fitness and know kind of the gym industry, you probably recognize a few of the names. So you've got little companies like Gymshark, My Protein, just another small little one. Little one like bulk powders, you know, not kind of just little names that you wouldn't, you know, you might you might have heard of when you're in there. So, how do you feel when you got kind of when you got that message from Gymshark? How did it did it kind of change the way you looked at stuff? Or uh, so the Gymshark message came quite a lot later than when the video like kind of blew up. It kind of blew up a couple of times. So on TikTok, they have an algorithm where they can push videos out twice and three times. So I got all the notifications the first day, again, a month later, and then a couple of months passed. And they DM'd me on Instagram. So they got my Instagram through my TikTok bio. And it was like, you're doing a great job. We would love to send you stuff out. And in my head, I assumed that they saw the initial video and didn't want to do anything then because it might have just been I was posting a video for views. But then as they saw each day, the accountability, the determination, the scales just plummeting down in a good way they reached out sent it out um i got some face masks i got a water bottle 
they're the small ones, but got a big bag, like gym bag, uh, got some clothes and a little note from them just saying, keep it up. We'd love to see it. And then I had Protein World reach out to me and they wanted me to be a brand ambassador, which was like, I promote their products and I make money. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that because I've never used your product. So they sent me products to try and they're like slender products, but they advertise them as like slim fast or like meal replacement. So I weren't really, I didn't really like vibe with that because I don't like the idea of cutting foods out because food is fuel, really. It's the energy we need, especially in the gym, as you saw from me a few months ago, my buddy the other day, that was a, that was a close one. But then I worked with them more tried their products, I had was having like uh, porridge, different flavors of porridge, putting like chocolate on them. And then the third company, My Protein, they didn't actually reach out. It was the senior executive who on his personal Instagram DM'd me. And this guy reached out and was literally like, hi, I'm the senior exec from My Protein. You're doing a great job. We want to send you some goodies. And I was like, that's great, but this is a random guy who's, I don't know. And like companies, they got the little blue verified check for a reason and he didn't have one. So I was there like looking him up on LinkedIn and like seeing what his job was. And it kind of all kind of balanced out. And I was like, oh yeah, he seems legit. So I sent him my address and uh, they sent me out like 200 pounds worth of stuff. And like for someone now, it's like, I'm still at a size where I'm not like a gym lad. So to get something like that is pretty awesome. And then they sent another £200 worth of stuff going back to the gym as a little present. So that was more protein, more protein bars, liquid chalk, just for the older calluses on the arms or the hands. And it's just been crazy, really. So going to, obviously, obviously a lot of it's all kicked off and it went from zero to 100 quite quickly over the kind of time. Do you think us being in lockdown during that time affected it much do you think if would you have looked at it differently if you weren't kind of obviously isolated in theory because of lockdown so i actually started like a few weeks prior to the lock the the one month lockdown we had in november so i started a few weeks and that's when we talked and started the pt sessions in lockdown itself the one month one I had access to a buddy's gym so I could keep it rolling because a lot of people kind of stopped or went for daily walks. But obviously the weather was getting bad as well. So whereas first lockdown, the weather was lovely. Everyone was loving their daily exercise that Bojo let us do. But then having that gym throughout the whole of lockdown just helped me remain accountable for help with self-discipline because the motivation only gets you so far until the self-discipline kicks in. And that's when it's more a lifestyle change than you lose some weight and pull it back on. Yeah, and it was a gym because obviously where I did a few sessions online with you, obviously keeping to the rules, um, the gym was, it, it was a decent little home gym to be fair, but kind of went to work around a bit and going through. Obviously the weights were different to what you got used to because obviously we had one month probably working one-to-one and the numbers were all climbing. Suddenly we had that kind of, that bit of a store where it was kind of not starting again as such, but to kind of just kind of work back through it and then obviously came back a bit more but going back quickly to a story you said it'd be interesting because during one of our first sessions joe on the list and i'm sure you guys weren't either 
we were training away in about 40 minutes for a session. Suddenly you went, oh, I feel a, feel a, feel a bit light-headed. And I was like, oh, have you eaten before? You went, oh, I didn't really have time. Which is, I'm sure Joe might have had it with PT. And suddenly you went, oh, yeah, I feel a bit faint. So we went and sat down. My go-to things is always a banana and a lucasade. Just get, get some sugar in, get some quick carbs. Had that. And then five minutes, all good. Started training for the last 10, 15 minutes. And then the other day, trained away, trained the client. I saw you walking past with the exact same two things. And I was like, where's he going? And it was your, the mate you were training with kind of had a similar moment. So I think you learn, learn little bits. So you, you kind of, you will, you learn little things as you train, whether it's not mistakes, but not eating and then training hard is going to hit you hard. And you obviously learn from it. Um, I'm, I'm curious, what was it that drew you to Matt as a trainer? Uh, not to sound rude to Matt or throw him under the bus, but I think he was the only kind of PT in reception when I had the courage to go to a PT. So I think it was kind of right place, right time, and it kind of all worked out. And yeah, from there, it was kind of nonstop. And, and how do you feel, obviously, dating back maybe six to seven months, you were a guy that was a bit nervous setting foot in the gym, you, you built, built up the courage to then chat to Matt and now you're getting sent parcels from Gymshark and my protein. How do you feel well about that, I guess? Uh, Confidence-wise, it's through the roof. So like I said earlier, like wearing clothes like Giacomo and like big and tall clothes, you don't fit in. Like that's without a doubt. When you see other people wearing their muscle fit and they've got their massive arms, you're like, I can't do that. So you're scared to go to the weights. And that's initially what I was afraid to do. So then when I got Matt as a PT and we was doing more free weights, kind of um, the machines, cables, it was a lot more fun and more enjoyable. And that's the part I enjoyed. And the, the company's kind of just boost the ego a little bit, but in a good way of like, I go to the gym, get a good workout in, confident as well, not kind of scared to put myself out there and try new things and if i mess up i mess up because especially even like compound movements like now i love them but if i went to go and squat without a pt i'd be like what on earth am i doing so it's kind of just yeah. took the confidence through the roof so going to kind of the confidence I, I can definitely say myself since we kind of first started the confidence has grown a lot but you've never I think it's very kind of good because like you've never been kind of cocky at any point. It's not kind of big-headed, but you just, where well, you're just enjoying it so much, I think you just, there's that kind of positivity that comes from you as well. Um, so I wouldn't say your head's ever been too big for the doorway, especially getting obviously yeah. the big companies. Good thing as well, you've been very feet, feet on the ground. I agree. Um, if you've ever heard of the law of attraction and kind of manifestation, I kind of preach at every single day. So to not have the companies when I started was like fine. But then when that Gymshark video kind of blew up, I said to the people around me, they will reach out to me and I will collaborate with them in some shape or form. Not to sound big headed, but then it weren't instantly. It was four months later when they actually sent me something out. But in them four times, four months I probably lost 50 pounds went from lifting 10 kilograms in the gym kind of shoulder press up to the gray weights and beach down which are like 22 onwards I think we maxed out around like 32 before lockdown now we're just working back up there so I believe in manifestation and that it it's inevitable in the long run but 
that's only with hard work. So if you're not prepared to put in the hard work, don't expect the outcome. So during following what you said, do you remember I said a little cheesy quote during our session yesterday? So it was Bruce Lee once said, he fears the man who practiced it one kick times more than the man that's practiced 10,000 kicks once. So yeah, you, you you have to work hard. You have to kind of, you have to want it as well. If you kind of rock into the gym and go, yeah, I'm just going to chuck a few rates around because, you know, it's what I probably should be doing. It's, mm. we spoke, we spoke of a lot of this in the kind of last week kind of podcast coming up, but it's, it's that why it's for you. It's that the trigger points and you want to, you want to make change where you're quite numbers driven because we record the sessions as we go along. So seeing the numbers change is quite a good thing for you, but it's, it's your why it's, and also, Gymshark lifting glove. I've got that quote in my head still. As soon as you're there, we'll go up. So that'd be, again, that'd be a huge thing. That'd be brilliant as well. That's kind a of... work in progress, a manifestation kind of. But hopefully one day it will happen. They're, I'm kind of on their radar anyway. Well, I think I'm on their radar because obviously they've seen what I've done. They've reached out and kind of said, "What? Well, good luck on your journey. If you ever need anything, just shoot us a DM. So then I'm just going to keep accountable for, keep posting it on social media. If it takes six months, if it takes five years, who knows what the future has. But, like, that's the goal, basically. I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm, I'm hoping for the invite as well. Um, but, no, it'd be, it'd be brilliant for you, because obviously I'm sure Joe might have seen it maybe, but the Gymshark Lifting Club up in Birmingham, it's a bit of Birmingham, is it? Yeah, yeah. it's over in Birmingham. It's, just the facilities are just incredible. Like, yeah, they're just almost as well. Yeah, they're just too good to be true when you look at them. But it'd be incredible because obviously you'd then have that bounce back on people that'd be similar around you. Um, yeah, but yeah. then I guess the same point applies. Like the Jim Shark kind of, um, how do you say it? Like their audience at the moment isn't big people, so at the moment it's not possible. But kind of what I want to do with the body physically and like what yeah just physically in general that it could be a potential in the future Taylor have you have you ever read a book called The Secret it may be bad to say but I don't read I I just don't have the time for it it's all about the law of attraction which is why I asked the question but the, the problem that I found with that book is it's all talking about manifesting things but you think it's going to happen without doing the work. So I could manifest a Ferrari. But if I don't put the work in, that Ferrari is not going to show up. But what yeah. I like what you're saying there, you're, you're doing all the manifestation, um, you're doing the like, forward thinking, but you're also then doing the work. So as much as you're um, bringing it into your life, you you believe that was going to happen. Everything you say, you, you believe would happen, and that did. And where people fall down after reading The Secret is they just think it's going to happen. So I, th- mm. I could think I'm going to have a Ferrari, but if I don't do anything about it, I'm not going to get that Ferrari. Whereas what you've done yeah. is you've said, I'm going to do this. And then you, you firmly believed it. And judging by in what you're saying, you did firmly believe it. And then everything in your uh, life then led to that exact moment. Yeah, it's something that I've carried in life through everything, whether that's kind of working out, if that's work in general. Like I started work when I was 12 years old and I said to myself, I'm never going to have a nine to five job. And ever since then, it kind of, I've never had a nine to five job. I've always been my own boss. I said it, I put in the work. That was seven days a week, 12 hours a day, 
and now I'm at a point where I'm my own boss. Um, I applied the same logic into the gym. Uh, it's like the saying goes. Um, now I've got to remember the saying. It's like the saying is good, thing, good things come to people who wait, but it's actually it comes to people who work hard. Because, yep, again, in life, people are gifted, but then when it comes to the things you truly want and you truly desire, if you're not willing to put in the work, put in the graft, then expect a minimum return. It's as simple as life goes. Would you consider yourself an inspiration? Uh, no. Far from it. I would not say I'm an inspiration. I wouldn't say I'm an influencer. I would, If people get inspired from me, that's amazing. That's anything I could ever ask for. But I wouldn't sit there and say I'm an inspiration. I only ask that there's a quote from, I think it's Michael Jordan. He said, I'm not influential i'm inspirational and that kind of i think that's that would apply to you quite well in the sense that you're not out there doing it you're not trying to influence other people but the journey that you're on is to inspire people and you've got you said first the first few weeks you were a couple of thousand followers on tiktok now you're up to twenty thousand. is that right yeah yeah 21 yeah yes 21.5 sorry i didn't get the numbers quite right (laughs) Um, you're almost, we're talking well, numbers. Yeah. I think it's twenty-one point five, fourteen or fifteen. Hopefully, a few more after this. But I guess you're you're inspiring. <laughs> well, you might not realise it, but all the work that you're doing, I'm sure, is inspiring for people. And then that's probably quite nice for you. And, and that's the reason why you keep going. Yeah, and that it's like to what we go back to in terms of the comments and DMs I get from people saying, "You've helped me. You helped me change my life. How do I get started?" People tell me I inspire them and it's like I I don't want a video that has like 500,000 views and no one takes anything from it because I see people on TikTok on, on similar weight loss journeys and I won't call out any names but statistically he weren't doing great he made a video of him eating a donut and he got 4 million views but then no one's going to be really inspired if you can eat a donut of 4 million views but based on the actual weight loss content even if that's weight gain because obviously everyone's in their own kind of boat if i can just inspire one person then what i'm doing each day is worthwhile to me so going to say again say the very start say on that first session if i would have and when i was on reception again it's right place right time if i would have then turned around and said to you you're going to be having these companies this many followers you're going to do this well would you have believed it at all that you kind of Obviously, you've done really well, but would you have thought, yeah, that could be possible? Uh, if I didn't want it to, then I wouldn't believe you. But if in my head it was going to be like, I'm going to put in this work and this is going to happen, and you told me that it's going to happen, I would say, let's make it happen. I'd say, let's do three sessions a week, four sessions a week, every day, take one rest day, kind of do everything in my power to make that a possibility. Perfect. What would you say to someone that's just starting out or wants to get started, or maybe they've heard your story and they want to start but are unsure how? What's the one or maybe multiple bits of advice you'd give to them? Uh, it depends what their goal is. Everyone has different goals, whether it's to lose weight, kind of gain weight, kind of just be happy with who they are. And again, it just comes back to your why. Uh, I think the saying is a man's why can bear any how. And basically, if you find that why, anything's possible. 
because that's what's going to drive you. That's what's going to get you started. That's what's going to create new habits because it takes 66 days to create a habit. After that's a habit, if a motivation is not there, the self-discipline will kick in. It's, I don't want to go to the gym, but I have to go to the gym. And then when you go to the gym or wherever that's football or horseback riding or whatever, afterwards you get a good feeling of satisfaction and you're like, I'm happy I've done that. So I think it just comes down to someone's why. Did you did you find, because when we kind of first started, did you find the gym became more of a habit? Because I remember, I think the first conversation we had, I kind of asked you what you do and all that, and you might have said, kind of, come in, use a spa, maybe go on the treadmills twice. Obviously, the first session we did, you were a bit sore a few days after because your body was in a bit more mm. shock. But how long for yourself did it become, okay, I, you know, I need to train the amount of times I think I've said to you, when are you resting this week? And you're like, oh, I'm, I'm like, have a rest day. So when did it become, I go to the gym and not, I need to go to the gym? How long did it kind of take? I think that was the second lockdown, which was for a month when I was using my buddy's gym. I said to myself at the start, I want to get better at deadlifts and squats because we didn't really touch base because we were still building the core foundations and in that time, it was like, I'm going to do everything I can to get better at that. And I think I went from kind of bench squatting 40 odd kilograms to a full squat motion, like arse to grass, 100 kilograms in just under a month. So just to do that in kind of every single day, when I had a rest day, I would beat myself up in a sense that... It just became addictive to me, especially how much I enjoyed it. Obviously, the happy endorphins afterwards and kind of lockdown, especially you have nothing else to do apart from work. If you're working, if that's the case, because obviously some people couldn't work, but it was just kind of my little get away, get away from life, do whatever I want for an hour. And then I'll go back into the real world. And then gyms reopened this month and it was like. Most people are either going to the pub or the gym, and I know exactly which one I'm choosing. Went straight to the gym. I've had one rest day, been up to Manchester, went training with a plus-size model who's gone through a similar journey, has like quarter of a million followers on TikTok. Him and I are quite good buddies. Uh, trained with a friend who uh, had his little episode a couple of days ago, and then because I trained with him, it kind of puts off my plan a little bit, and then Wednesdays are supposed to be my rest day, but then I booked a PT session in, and then it was like, oh, might as well go. So then it's kind of just every single day. And then Saturday and Sunday, I'm supposed to have a rest day, but I might end up just doing something, an active rest day, we'll call it. Yeah, well, we'll speak about that after the, after the podcast, just to make sure you're kind of not doing too much, working through that. Um, well, going back to, I know we've chucked a few different sayings around. Is there one quote or saying that kind of reminisces or is stuck in your head that if you're kind of struggling or you're kind of at your high that keeps you going or gives you the push? Is there? It could be some something someone said to you. It could be a friend, a family, or something like that. I think there's a saying and there's obviously my why. So just the saying again, a man's why can bear any how is the saying that like sits with me every single day. As well as that, my reasons why push me to achieve what I want to achieve. So if I'm not feeling it one day, like today I've got legs or lower, and I've got Bulgarian split squats, walking lunges, 
and no one no one likes leg day let's be honest but afterwards i've got a red reward on nando's which i didn't use the other day and i'm gonna have nando's i'm gonna treat myself get some protein in and i'm gonna be super happy afterwards so it's you just gotta reward yourself and kind of if i do this do that and just create healthy habits and enjoy it don't do something you don't enjoy because you won't put the work in if you're just going for the sake of i went to the gym your session isn't going to be as good as it is if you're i want to go to the gym i want to succeed rather than i have to very very well put so we've been going 30 35 minutes so um so we'll gently wrap up there but first thank you for coming on i've enjoyed kind of sitting back and just listening to your story i think a lot of people will take inspiration from that as well one of the bits i i picked up on maybe you you haven't realized but you talked about a long-term goal and you you said it could be six months or five years but you didn't Mm. put this specific time on it and that's what's called an infinite mindset so you're kind of thinking you're thinking long term there's no short-term goal it's i'm going to be doing this and it's just continuously doing it there's no end end game and i think you go back to your why people's why's need to be quite strong but when your why is then matched with an infinite mindset which is what which you're talking about there it almost makes you unstoppable in what you're doing and by the sounds of things you're making good progress uh, you've got a good pt by your side and it sounds like you know why you're doing it um, you know what you're doing you know how you're going to do it and you're not yeah. thinking in the short term it's all it's all long term we plans. bounce off that little or that little bit just a second you asked me who like what my inspiration is earlier and my inspiration is where i am in five years so when i get to where i am in five years my inspiration then if you ask me will be my inspiration in five years from there so going off that longevity of how it's a never-ending cycle is like i'm always chasing the person i'm currently building so i'll never hit a plateau or kind of in that sense I'm not sure who said it. I think it was in a podcast I listened to. But yeah, I think we'll, we'll say that you said. I think yeah, I think that is a, a very very good way to end the podcast. Would you recommend a very good way to end there? Yeah, I think kind of just a quick point to anyone listening. Enjoy the process as well. It's it's not. Don't think. Yeah, I'm done. I start start a new plan on Monday. I'm gonna. Look, I can't wait for the end date. The end date will come to a date and then you'll hopefully keep working on something different. Enjoy the process you go along because otherwise you'll get to the goal and think, cool, I've achieved it. Well, you've got to learn stuff on the way and I'm sure you've learned obviously a lot more about the gym because I think my first few sessions, if I said, do to do this with the weights that with, you're going to do, obviously change your reps to your weight, you would have gone, sorry, what? But even the other day I said, we're going to go down to this weight, up this weight, you were like, okay, I need to change my reps it's learning that process whether it's in the gym or it's running whatever you do from there but i think we'll wrap up there going off that one thing i know i can ramble you said you start a new plan monday one thing i gotta preach is never say i'll start monday because monday comes and you won't start like start that night or prepare yourself for the next day if that's going to the gym get like your gym outfit ready by your door for the next day so then you're like, I've got to go. Because if you say, if you're all thinking, today's what, Thursday? And you're like, oh, I start a push ball legs Monday. Monday comes around. Something else comes up. You don't actually go. So start it on that day. That's the best advice I can give you. Uh, so I think we'll literally 
Cool. Yeah. So, so where can people find you if they want to kind of, again, they want to see the progress, they might want to scroll and see the, the million plus video, uh, which I'm sure hopefully anyone listens, we can get it. Okay, let's go a bit more, so we can get a few more views on it. So where can they find you if they want to kind of keep up with your progress? Uh, if you just go to TikTok, type in Taylor James, uh, it's probably the first one that comes up. <laughs> oh, so thank you very much for coming on. Um, appreciate your time. Thanks for having it's me. Great with you. I'm sure well, I'll, I'll see yeah. you around. Keeping your toes. Um, but have you got any kind of closing quick statements you want to give? Maybe you might have given your younger self or something like that. Uh, just find your why. Never beat yourself up. Never never focus on what you see in the mirror and just like you said, just love the process because what you get out the end will be so worth it. There you have it. Taylor, thank you very much for your time and all the best in the future. You too. Have a good one.